Hello, my name is Josh. I'm Jamie. And welcome to your conversation with Two Geeks, podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today, we're going to be talking about everything from the official trailer to the upcoming Godzilla spinoff series, uh, Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, to the long in-development Lando spinoff, now becoming a movie, and so much more. Also, feel free to follow us on all our social media podcast platforms. Uh, we're on Twitter and TikTok at Convo with Two Geeks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email for anything with this episode or one of our previous episodes, um, our email is at conversationwithtwogeeks at gmail.com. And also don't forget to check out our Patreon at conversationwithtwogeeks as well to support the show. You can also find our back catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or our podcasts to listen to. How are you today, Jamie? I'm doing okay. A little tired, but I'm good. I feel you. I feel you. This, this, honestly, this freaking humidity is like making like everyone tired. Yeah, I've had like a weird week, so I'm just kind of out of it a little bit. That's so, Yeah. That's right. Been a weird and kind of long week, so. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I can't feel you on that. So yeah, but yeah, but hopefully, well, I I got no segue for this. <laughs> I, I it's got, all good. I got no segue. Also, the um, Kenya's joined us. She she's not leaving, but mm-hmm. <laughs> getting out the. I have uh I know you guys can't see this because it's audio, but like I have an L shaped desk, and her food bowl is on top of my desk, mm-hmm. um, and it is up here now, and so she was just up here, bothering me, and wanting her food, and so yeah, now she got off, so we should be good. She's probably gonna take a nap now, so. Yep, that's how okay. it is. That makes sense. <laughs> that that's that's me. That's me whenever I have yeah. lunch and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, yep. So I gave her just a little bit of food to see if she would just leave me alone because I know she's insufferable and like, and I can't even use my mouse when she's on on the desk because she thinks it's a toy and wants <laughs> to play with it, and it's it's so frustrating, but it's funny. <laughs> it's all good. Funny kitten stories for (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Anyway, moving on to our first topic of the day, we got a teaser trailer for Monarch Legacy of Monsters. It's not supposed to be following the thunderous battle between Godzilla and Titans that leveled San Francisco and the shocking revelation that monsters are real. Monarch Legacy of Monsters tracked two siblings following their father's footsteps to uncover their family's connection to the secretive organization known as Monarch. Clues led them into the world of monsters and ultimately down the rabbit hole to Army Officer Lee Shaw played by Kurt Russell in the present and White Russell in the past, uh, taking place in the 1950s and half a century later, where Monarch is threatened by what Sean knows. The dramatic saga spending three generations reveals buried secrets and the ways that epic or shattering events can reverberate throughout our lives. Created by Chris Black and developed by Black and uh, comic writer Matt Fraction, the series stars Kurt Ryan Russell and Swaya, uh, Kiersey uh, Clemens, um, Ren Watabi, uh, Maria Yamayoto, uh, Anders Holm, Joe Tippett, and Eliza Waski. Uh, the series is set to start airing on November 17th on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, what do you think about this trailer? Uh, it, look, it looks really cool. Like I like the shots in it mm-hmm. um, and stuff, and it looks cool. Yeah. Apple Apple already has, always has like really well-shot projects, mm-hmm. um, so I don't think that's too much of a surprise. I think the CGI is not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, especially during that Godzilla shot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no, I think I'll, I think I'll probably be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think if you like Godzilla movies, this could be something, uh, or any monster kind of movie like that, this could be something that you would enjoy. Mm-hmm. So. Most definitely. 
Also, um, I forgot to mention this, but this the first two episodes are actually going to be directed by Adam Shankman, who did the WandaVision oh. series. So, oh, cool. So this is so this is going to kind of be interesting. But yeah, no, I'm I'm digging it so far, and especially as a fan of the recent legendary MonsterVerse, mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see how this is going to kind of be placed because mm-hmm. like we haven't really got a series focused on Monarch, and Monarch has so far been like kind of like the shield of like the monster verse so i'm wondering if they're gonna like winter soldier it and stuff mm-hmm. i mean it's possible i don't i'm not too well versed in all the monster verse era mm-hmm. and stuff so i don't have too much to comment on it but um i definitely see why people are wanting this to be its own you know little mini universe or whatever mm-hmm. i think there's potential mm-hmm. so yeah yeah we'll see happens. Definitely, definitely. And considering that um, we're probably not going to get, since probably the um, Godzilla, um, I don't want to say versus Kong, but probably the sequel to Godzilla versus Kong probably might be delayed. This mm-hmm. is this is probably the best thing we're going to get. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Anyway, moving on to our next topic, we got a second and probably final trailer for uh, Kills of the Fire Moon, the Celsius Reads. At the turn of the 20th century, oil brought a fortune to the Osei Nation, who became some of the richest people in the world overnight. The wealth of the Asian Americans immediately attracted white interlopers and immediately extorted and stole as much Osei money as they could, could before resorting to murder. Based on a true story and told through the improbable romance of Ernest Buckhart, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and Molly Kyle, played by Lily Gladstone, Close of Fire Moon is an epic Western crime saga where real love crosses with unspeakable betrayal. Based on a novel by the same name by David Grant and co and directed by Martin Scorsese, the film stars Capia, Gladstone, Robert De Niro, Jesse Plemons, uh, Tantu Car- Carno, uh, Cara J. Myers, Jenny um, Collins, and uh, Jillian Dion. The film is set for release on October 20th and also going to be an IMAX. You can thank the Eras Tour for that. <laughs> Because originally this was uh, supposed to, I think this was released on the sixth, then it got pushed back, mm. and then like, and now it's also going to be released. Well, actually, well, okay. You can also think the airstrip, but you can also uh, another reason why it's because Dune Two. Mm. Dune Two. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But either way, I'm I'm excited for this. Um, this is definitely like one of my most anticipated of the year. Um. I might actually be able to. Um, I'm gonna definitely see if I can try to snag a press contact for this and get into a screening. So fingers crossed mm-hmm. for me. Um, what did you think about the trailer? I thought it looks cool. I think it's, I think it's an interesting topic. I think it the the acting looks really good. We've got some strong actors in this. Mm-hmm. I just think overall it's probably gonna be a really good movie. It's gonna, I I I think so. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to this and just. Um, I, I want to make at least one DiCaprio joke. I know. Just, just, just one. At least he's someone near, that's near his age. Oh my god. <laughs> true, very true. Yeah, it'll be. I think it's going to be a cool movie, and and it's the topic is interesting. So I think mm-hmm. I think it'll be good. I hope so. Yeah, no, I'm just debating whether or not I want to read the novel. If I'm going to have any time to read the novel beforehand. Or if I even should, or go into this cold. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I think some book to movie adaptations you don't have to, but I, there are some that you do. I feel like, but 
Yeah, makes I sense. don't know. That's up to you. I think if you have time, I, I like to read the books, but mm -hmm. I also know not everybody always has the time to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. But anyways, moving on to our next topic, according to THR, respectively, uh, Universal, NBC Universal's Universal Studio Group has suspended Saturday Night Live creator Lauren Michaels' Broadway video and Dwayne Johnson's Summer Bucks production um, production deals, um, deals, along with a number of unknown, um, other, yeah, along with an unknown number of other film and TV deals. This is amid the right WGA and SAG after strikes as they go into their twentieth week. <laughs> Um, as Universal Studio Group, which, by the way, includes Universal Television, Universal Content Productions, and Universal Pictures, among other divisions, reached out to its remaining writers and producing partners on Monday to see if they were still comfortable contributing non-writing services. Those who have still active scripted or unscripted projects who agreed to continue to work are not being impacted. Others who have either completed or were not willing to deliver uh, non-writing services, non services uh, were suspended. This includes folks like this includes folks like um, uh, Seth MacFarlane, who also is working on the reboot of Ted for Peacock and Law and Order, created Dick Wolf, other producers at Universal Studios group who I who have already been suspended, including Tina Fey, Mr. Robot creator Sam Ismail, and the Office and Parks and Recreation creator Make sure. Also, this isn't the only studio. Uh, Disney has also suspended um, suspended their deals. Um, for example, folks like um, Yara Shiardi, Justin Hartley, Bill Porter, Billy Porter, uh, Mark Webb have also had their um, basically deals suspended. So, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just I uh, uh, it sucks. Uh, I I just just pay your fucking people. Uh, How hard is it to pay your fucking people? Apparently very hard. Twenty weeks we're into this. Twenty weeks. I I don't know. It's so stupid that it's gone on this long. I, I feel like Mr. Krabs with the cowbell from SpongeBob just be like Twenty weeks. <laughs> Day wild. And like I, I oh, and I just basically yeah. This is this is one of my one just my my um uh, my WG my uh rant about everything about the state of everything and I I hate it and there's also some other stuff that's happened I mean, like the whole Drew Barrymore sh shit which mm. I'm not, which we're not going to get into because I we have a whole policy on celebrities and stuff, but. Oh, that has... Yeah, that whole thing. I, I didn't, I saw like the funny thing about that is like, I don't know, it's just crazy. I won't, okay. I won't talk about it, but it's crazy. It is. And I just, I. Uh... I know. I know. It's so stupid that it's gone on this long, but. I, I don't know. I have no idea why it's been keep going. Just pay your people. Like, that's, that's all they're asking. It's not going to cost you that much. Great is a crazy thing, guys. It's a crazy, crazy thing. Yeah. 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 That's all I could really say. I don't know what else to really say, but... I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. I Yeah, no. Great is not good, guys. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. Uh, according to Variety, a murder she wrote movie is in the works at Universal Pictures with Dumb Money writers Warren Shuker Blum and Rebecca Angelina, um, and producer Amy Pascal attached. For those that aren't familiar, Murder She Wrote was a crime drama starring the late great 
Eddie Lazary as Mr. E-Rider and amateur detective uh, Jessica Fletcher, who solves murders that occurred in the fictional town of Cabot Cove, Maine. A series ran for 12 seasons from 1984 to 1996 on CBS. After the proposed movie, um, Blum and Elena joined the project prior to the writer's strikes and will not resume their work on the screenplay until the Writers Guild of America and the AMPTP have reached a deal with the film said to be the next project on the writer's docket. So this is interesting. So I'll comment on this later because I actually did go see um, this will be kind of in the recommendations bit and I did go see um, Dumb Money. I'll talk about it in a second but I will say I'm very curious about what about how they how, uh, these two are going to pull it off and such because um, mm-hmm. the way Dumb Money was done I hope was actually really good and I thought they had a very strong script with that. So, so yeah. Uh, you have any thoughts on this? Um, no, not really. I'm not super familiar with it, but, um, you know, it, I, I, if you're interested in how it's going to turn out, I, you know, I think that's always interesting mm-hmm. when people get curious on how it's going to be pulled off. And the fact that you enjoy, thought that the money, uh, was really cool, mm-hmm. I think is interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Anyways, uh, moving on to our next topic, one of two horror trailers I gave you. Which we're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's just go. It's fine, fine. I do apologize. Yeah. Uh, we, by the way, we got an anyways, moving on to our next topic. We got an official trailer for Goosebumps. It's not just reads after accidentally releasing supernatural forces, five teenagers must find a way to work together and recapture them while discovering their parents' secrets from their teenage years. Developed by Rob Letterman and Nicholas Stroller with uh Hillary Winston serving as showrunner. The series starts just along with Rachel House, uh Rob Hubble. Anna U.P. Um, mis- apologies in the mispronunciation. Uh, Miles McKenna, Will Price, Stack Morris, and Issa Bonus. Uh, the series is set to drop on Disney Plus on October 13th. So, I will say this is some nice counter programming with the uh, with you know the Eras tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Like looks- honestly, legit, it it looks good. It's made by the same people who. This is the one that's the same. The words. Mm-hmm. This is the one that was made by the same people who did Haunting at at Hill House. Correct. No, that's the next one. That's the next one. Okay. Sorry, yeah, got that mixed up. It's okay. But this one still looks good. Yeah. No, this one looks good. And then also, the guy who directed Rob Letterman also did the 2015 Goosebumps movie with Jack Black as R.L. Oh, Stein. Okay. So. But this one definitely seems like it's much more leaning to much more the horror direction, as mm-hmm. opposed to like comedy horror or horror comedy. Yeah, I think the kids are going to be funny. Mm-hmm. They had some moments in the trailer. I was like, yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys might have something. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. Plus, also see Justin Long in a horror thing is nice. For real, it, I was like, it was very funny seeing him pop up. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very curious about this one, and yeah. Also, it gets released on Friday the 13th. Yep, makes sense. <laughs> anyway, moving on to our next topic, actually. Uh, we got an official trailer for the fall of the House of Usher. In this wicked series from Haunt, from the Haunting of Hill House creator Mike Flanagan and based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe, ruthless siblings uh, Roderick and Madeline Usher have built um, Fortunatino pharma, uh, Pharmaceuticals into a wealth of empire, empire of wealth, privilege, and power. 
The past secrets come to life when the heirs to the Usher dynasty starts dying at the hands of a mysterious woman from their youth. Uh, created by Mike Flanagan, the series stars Bruce Greenwood, Mary McDonald, Willa Fitzgerald, Carl Lumby, Mark Hamill, Henry Thomas, uh, Crystal Belint, uh, Belint uh, Kylie Kernan, uh, Samantha Sullivan, uh, Matt Bedell, Bedell, Kate, uh, Kate Siegel, Raleigh Cooley, uh, Daniel John, Tinia Miller, um, Paolo uh, Palola Nunez, uh, Suryaya Sapkoa, and Ruth Cod. Uh, the f- series is set to drop on Netflix on October 12th. The cast is cool. I'm gonna just give it to them. The cast is is really, really cool. The trailer was a lot. It was pretty intense. Yeah. But it, it was very cool. The thing that kind of made less intense to me was the I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was the trailer music, but like I, I I dig it. Also, this actually technically might be my first uh, Mike Flanagan series, mm. which I which I know there's gonna be some folks that are gonna gonna come at me like, yeah, but see Haunting Hill House or Blind Manor. Look, they're on my list, okay? I've heard such good things about Haunting at Hill House and like their their little mini like series things that they do, like their mm-hmm. spinoffs and stuff, like uh, Blair my Blair, is it Blair Bly, Blind Manor. Yes, that one. Sorry, I cannot speak. I'm tired, apparently. Um, and stuff like that. So, like, I've heard really good things. I And I might check... Maybe. We'll see. I want to check it out. Check all of them out. So we'll see. It's just gonna depend mm-hmm. on my mood. Yeah. Also, I forgot to completely mention her name, but Carla Gugino is in this. The, um, yeah. Which, I, I love seeing everything with Carla Gugino. Mm-hmm. No, the yeah. cast is really cool. It's gonna be fun. Carl Lumley being in this is awesome too. Mm-hmm. I know him from his little guest star stints that he's done. That's very he, cool. He was also in. I think he was in the shine. Don't quote me on this because it might be another person. But like, I just give me once. Uh, I'm currently on... from his guest stint on Supergirl because he played. Um, oh yeah, he played. Um. Martian Manhunter's dad. Yeah, no, I I remember. It. I think he is also... very very good. He's a very good actor. Yeah, also he was Isaiah Bradley from um from freaking Falcon Winter Soldier, and yes, he was in Doctor. Yes. Sleep. Okay, so the other Mike Flanagan, the only other Mike Flanagan thing I have seen is Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining and such. Mm. And he plays the character of DeColor and stuff. Who I actually thought he was really good and stuff. But yeah, no, I'm excited. Also, Mark Hamill. I know that's very cool. Mark Hamill in a horror. Thing that's pretty cool. Yeah, and he plays like plays like the butler slash handler, which is a very different role from Mark Hamill. That's funny. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm 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 looking forward to this. And then, all right, and then moving on to our second to last topic. Um, according to THR in an unanimous vote, the visual effects of Blaze and Marvel Studios voted to unionize with Ayatsi in a closely watched election held by the National Labor Board, uh, rela- National La- National Labor Relations Board. Sorry about that. Uh, okay. The vote marks the first time a unit solely of VFX workers have unionized with Ayatsi. With voting closed on Monday after the after um, Ayatsi and Disney Sign Marble reached a stipulated uh, election agreement last month, according to today's announcement from Ayatsi, there was a high turnout from the roughly fifty Marvel employees, which includes jobs such as VFX coordinators and daylight ringlers. With the result being a super majority of workers indicating that they wish to be represented by a union. The next step for the union is to engage in collective bargaining negotiations with the studio to draft a union contract. 
a date for these negotiations have yet to be scheduled. In a statement, IATSE organizer Marsh Pat said, Today, VFX workers in Marvel Studios spoke with a unanimous collective voice demanding fair pay for the hours they work, healthcare, and a safe, sustainable working environment and the respect for what they do. There could be no stronger statement highlighting the overwhelming need for us to continue our work and bring union protections and standards to all VFX workers across the industry. And there could be no stronger example of the courage and solidarity of these workers and each and every one of them declaring union, yes. In addition, several Marvel employees released statements when them being Marvel VFX coordinator um, Sarah Casco, Casco, um, apologies for mispronunciation, um, Chow saying, I grew up dreaming of working on Marvel films. So when I started my first job at Marvel, I felt like I couldn't complain because of the un- about the unpaid overtime, the lack of meal breaks, and the incredible pressure put on VFX to meet deadlines because I was supposed to be just be, because I was just supposed to be grateful to be here at all. But the reality is that every worker deserves rights, which hell yeah. Yep. 100% yes. 110%, honestly. Like, just, yes, I, I'm, this makes me happy. Among everything going on with just, I'm loving the fact that we're, that we said, you know what? We're not going to take this. We're unionizing. It's great. It's fantastic. Because I used to work in, okay, I'm going to reveal the place. I used to work at a Target years ago. Mm-hmm. And basically, they kind of were like, um they were very anti-union like i remember during our uh our um employee training video actually i think i can actually reveal this um basically they told basically they told us that like uh that we couldn't um and also it was like a six-hour training thing which that's a whole other thing but like um basically they were very anti-union to the point of like they showed us video basically like basically to report whenever they were union someone from the union union there and stuff and i'm loving the fact that you know we're basically just having enough like fuck it we're unionizing no it's a it's a huge it's oh man it's a whole mess corporate is a whole mess and that's a whole other topic and i'm not gonna reveal where i work at but my workplace we're having we've been having very similar issues because we had new management uh, takeover And we went from basically being a small family owned to being now basically under like corporate. And it has drastically changed the workplace and it has not been great. And a lot of it's just been kind of a mess. So I completely understand. It's just it sucks. And you got to just take care of yourself, too. Like you can't. I don't know. It's just a whole mess. But no, unions are good. And yeah, because that's how stuff changes if you if you unionize mm-hmm. and show support with each other without going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, fuck corporate. Mm. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on to our last topic of the day, and this was actually also last minute as well, uh, via THR. Well, on the podcast, uh, Public Tourists Find Out, writer Stephen Glover, who's also the brother to um, Donald Glover, uh, revealed that the latest plans for the solo uh, solo Star Wars story spinoff Lando was that instead of it being a Disney Plus series, the spinoff project is now being developed as a film for Lucasfilm. Uh, this is following Hunter Mansion director Sam Simeon exiting the project with Donald, who will be reprising the role as Lando. 
and Stephen Glover taking on writing duties, which is where the project morphed into a feature. So this kind of seems like a continuation of kind of something that's going kind of going on during Disney right now, where basically instead of doing a lot more Disney Plus projects, they're kind of trying to scale that down. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense. And like, also considering that like, Donald's probably very busy. It's like, look, I can probably, I can probably do a movie. Yeah, the filming difference between a movie and TV is very different. Mm-hmm. And so, and when that's why, like, you could see a lot more actors in a lot of different movies at kind of at once almost. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the scheduling. Sched- that's really what it is. And so it makes sense. And then with Disney not wanting to do so many Disney Plus originals, it just it checks out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, most definitely. Which, yeah, and I've been hearing kind of, and I saw like a mixed response on this. Like, personally, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just hoping we get a land of movies soon. That'd be very cool. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, moving actually, and actually speaking of Star Wars, moving on to our recommendations. I watched um Ahsoka episode five, and overall this episode was amazing. And it's probably and this and episode four are probably my favorite episodes so far of the series. Uh Filoni and Company beautifully detailed Ahsoka transformation from Ahsoka the Gray to Ahsoka the White, uh, completely with some all-time great moments, not just from the ser- from the series individually, but from the entire franchise itself. Uh, this is all supported by some amazing visual effects by ILM. So congrats to that, guys. You guys, you guys killed it. Um, in addition, Rosario Dawson cements herself as this new version of Ahsoka. However, some of the standouts include Hayden Christensen, who are having great chemistry with Dawson and Ariana Greenblatt, who this is a minor spoiler, minor kind of a minor spoiler. I won't say it's the okay. Con- context and stuff. Greenblatt plays a Clone Wars era Ahsoka. Um, who actually does a really great job, so across the green black, uh, bridges the Clomer's era of the character, the prequel era side of the character, and the dark side of the character very well. Um, all in all, episode five of Soka was probably one of the best episodes of the series, filled with action, heartbreak, and pain. And I, yeah, no, this this series has, especially with these last two episodes, have been like really good and going on a very interesting trajectory. Oh, very cool. Yes. And and finally, um, I saw I went to a screening for um, the upcoming movie Dumb Money, which by the way, I'll have a full review on Dark Sky Lady very on darkskylady.com very soon, which I'll, I'll be kind of doing some reviews about out there. So um, make sure you guys check it out. Overall, it was pretty good. Um, for those that aren't familiar with the premise, it's basically remember when GameStop got like um like people kept buying like GameStop stock during down and stuff. Yep. Basically, they made a movie about it. That's funny. Pretty good. Craig Gillespie and company crafted a tense yet entertaining and hilarious film right from beginning to end that is supported by screenwriters uh, Lauren Shikrabalum and Rebecca Angelino from, from the Murder She Wrote, Wrote story, who, along with um, editor Kurt Baxter, created a tight story between multiple characters and settings. And bringing those characters to life are some great performances um, from its from its cast, led by Paul Dano and Seth Rogen, especially Dano, who delivers an Oscar performance as Keith Gill, the leader of the group that forced GameStop uh, stock to rise. All in all, Dumb Money was a tense yet uh, entertaining and hilarious thrill ride with, filled with tech stories and some great Oscar performances from Dano and others. Um, definitely one of the best films of the year. Highly recommend checking it out. Ooh, and okay, yeah. Um, do you have any recommendations for us before we close out? Um, trying to think. No, not really. I've been really busy with school this week. I had a lot of homework and had a lot of stuff going on. So, yeah, I get it. um, not to really, honestly, 
the high school musical series is still I still really love looking back at the performances of that is fun. I don't know. It's been my comfort place, like with a lot of stuff going on. I just enjoyed it. So that makes sense. Well, anyways, that does it for our show this week. Alrighty. Yeah. So feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter and TikTok at Cabo with Two Geeks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email of anything from this episode or one of our previous episodes, our email is at Conversation with Two Geeks at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon at Conversation with Two Geeks. All right. Take care, everyone. See you next time. Bye.